1: I learned something interesting this week that I thought our listeners would like to know about, and it led me to start us a new segment. Oh, fun. Here we go.
0: Here is some information that you should know. Knowing is good, and now you do. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by How to Do Life.
1: All right, so this is your public service announcement, friends. I thought this was really interesting information. Did you know, Heather, that if a service dog, like a dog in the little vest, if a service dog walks up to you without a person, you are supposed to follow that service dog. Yes. Did you know
0: this? That's their signal that they need help.
1: Yeah, their signal is that the person that they were leading uh, is somehow incapacitated and in need of assistance. So you follow the dog so that you can go help someone. Mm-hmm. Yes. I never knew that. I don't know what I would have done if a service dog walked up to me, but I'm like, oh, I feel this is a PSA
0: Yeah, that people should know. Now you know. If a service dog walks up to you by itself, there's a problem.
1: Mm-hmm. So you follow that dog and they will take you to a place where you can help. Yeah. Which is pretty, pretty cool. I mean, these dogs are amazing, right? Oh my gosh. Like, the, the training, the people who train them, Oh, just super, super cool stuff. Super cool. So, that's my PSA for the day. Good. Now, I have another. So, today is the day of new segments. Oh, wow. I have another new segment today. Okay. This one is called Chrissy Cares.
0: She loves you. You know it. Sometimes she needs to show it.
1: Heather may solve everything, but Chrissy Cares. Yeah, guys, Heather might solve everything, but <laughs> I care. I care. And so what I want to care about today, I want to give a shout out to, I have several um, friends who are quarantined at home with COVID right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of them specifically, I told them not to get it. I mean, <laughs> like...
0: Did we not make that clear? Were we supposed to inf- just make sure like, people know, don't, don't get COVID? I said, don't
1: get it. Like... So what was happening or what has been happening around Tallahassee in my estimation is a lot of the males that I know have um, come into contact with COVID and have been diagnosed recently. Like a friend's boyfriend, a friend's husband, you know, a friend of mine, you know, and, and so I said to one of my friends, Men seem to be getting COVID right now. I need you to not get COVID, and <laughs> he got COVID anyway. <laughs>
0: that was so selfish. So
1: selfish. <laughs> like well, now, my lunch dates are all screwed up.
0: My lunch dates <laughs> have been screwed up since March, and I am pretty put out about it. Right. To be honest. Right. Now,
1: um, I also since it has been mostly men who have been getting this, I have informed some of them that it's probably the unstable x you know we have two x chromosomes as Mm -hmm. women and they have an x and a y and i said you know you guys happen to be the inferior gender right yeah and i mean health wise it's just true women live longer we don't We like we are we are more stable genetically it's it's a true fact i can tell you that somebody who is quarantined at home with covid um doesn't like hearing about how they are
0: inferior (laughs) that didn't land well. <laughs> it didn't really didn't really hit very well. Was that a little bit of like insult to injury? Yeah, maybe? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: think so. So, maybe don't um don't call people inferior and give people a hard time when they're uh, already struggling. But to our friends who who have the covid, recover quickly. Yes. We love you. Yes. We want you to be okay. Um this is as close as it's come to me so far is like, like good friend, you know, yeah. um, and, you know, I feel I feel like it's really hit close to home in the last couple of weeks.
0: It does feel that way to me, too. Um, more, I have I have known people who have COVID or have had it pretty much the whole time. Like I, I've, yeah. I've always known somebody who had it. Um, but now the people who have it are in my circle. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's where I'm at too. These, this is my circle. This yeah. is people that I, you know, do things with and you know that, uh, like one couple of them, I had to look at the calendar and mm-hmm. see like, you know what I mean? To, you know, see where my exposure point would have been, you know, and, and luckily I'm still skirting on the outskirts, you know, but it's close.
0: Yeah. It's closing in. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Well, I care. <laughs> <laughs> I care too. I um, I I have um, a couple of people right now in my life who, with COVID or who have family members with COVID, mm-hmm. and um, I wake up and wonder how they're doing, and I don't want to stir the pot too much by immediately texting and asking for the status. But um, I just hope that everybody has an. I easy do. Time I'm on daily there. welfare checks. <laughs>
1: There's there's daily like and it has to be phone call. It can't be text. It has to, I have oh. to hear your voice and know that you're okay.
0: I I <laughs> I just hope that everybody who has to get it has an easy time of it and yeah. that it it's not a big deal and that you don't have to go to the hospital or anything like yes, that. Yeah,
1: definitely. So we're sending good vibes. Yes. Woo. Now Heather, there is something that I am curious to know
0: you know this is probably nosy personal and none of her business but she just can't help it you know she is just curious to know
1: how is NaNoWriMo coming along for you
0: it's going really well yeah yes I am almost a week out from finishing my book I'm gonna my goal is to have it done by Thanksgiving and um and I I believe that I will have the content done and then I can spend from Thanksgiving until the end of the month, um, Massaging and and you know kind of like rearranging some things and stuff like that.
1: Well, I'm really proud of you, and we talked about in the last episode. I'm proud of your goal setting and your dedication. You're doing super, super great with it, and I'm very, very happy for you. I kind of jumped in. I dipped a toe into the Nano Remo. I feel found out that I'm I'm so far behind, like on the daily, since I'm starting mid month. That it makes more sense for me just to kind of start now. And, you know, write a little bit mm-hmm. every day and not try to, like, I'm not going to make up a deficit of like 28,000 words. No. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be able to do that. So just starting at a different point. And I also have found that I've, I, I've realized why I put this off for so long. Yeah. Because it's really emotional writing. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, and there is some research component, too, because I need to look up. Cities in Spain, you know, cause I'm writing right now. The part is about the journey, you know, mm-hmm. and I need to piece together journals and like do a bunch of things. So, um, if I get like six or 800 words a day right now, I'm feeling pretty good about it, but I did, you know, get motivated and I thought you'd like to hear that, that I kind of, you know, jumped in a little bit.
0: Yay. I'm excited because yeah. the whole point of it was to just get going. Yeah. Exactly. It's just to get
1: back in the groove a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's not a NaNoWriMo, but I have spelled, felt kind of the spirit of celebrating good writing this month. Yeah. And we've talked a little bit about this. Um, we talked about my admiration for like concise writing mm-hmm. that packs a punch. Yes. We talked about it. Love that. As we talk about Wild, which I think we have, it'll be three weeks until Book Club mm-hmm. because we'll have next week's shows, then the week after we'll have a special guest for number nine and we'll have Brian for number 10 and then the week after that will be um, the next the next book club for Wild. And we talked about the writing section of that where she talks about her mother. And I like that concise writing that packs a punch. Mm-hmm. So I brought two little things to share with you today. Okay. Um, neither one of them is super uplifting for our Friday. Okay. But they are concise, excellent writing. Love it. So one of the things that I love that I recommend to our readers completely is um, the New York Times has a column called Modern Love.
0: Yeah. And they
1: have another column called Tiny Love Stories.
0: Oh. Now, the Tiny Love that.
1: Stories, the Tiny Love Stories are a hundred words or less. A mm. hundred words or less. And you have to tell a story in a hundred words or less. Um, I'll put up a link to um, maybe to their podcast because they have a podcast, too. <laughs> they have a the Modern Love podcast. So I'm going to read you a hundred words or less story. It's pretty sad, okay? So everybody, you know, get there, like, get there emotionally. It's okay. But I just want you to consider how much is packed into this hundred words. Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. Ready? After dinner this March, my 28-year-old son decided to leave this world. He left me his cat. I didn't want his cat. I wanted him. His cat didn't want me. She wanted him. She cries all night. I cry all day. She sneaks into his bedroom to look for him. So do I. She smells his sheets. So do I. She waits by the front door. So do I. We've learned to find comfort in each other. We snuggle, sleep, and mourn together. I had a beautiful boy named Elias. Now I have a beautiful cat named Damie. Oh. I mean... Talk about writing. Look, 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 get all the feelings out. You know, get the feelings because right. that is whew, That's a lot, you know. And as a mother of a son, and you know, the, like those things. Mm-hmm. But talk about concise, good yeah. writing. One hundred words that can make you have a feeling like that. Yeah, that can move you in that way. That is powerful stuff. Yeah, and I wow. hope that your nano experience is going well. Like I think that. If people are writers, if if you have any inclination, or if you're readers even, you know, the power that someone can pack into just that little bitty package is, wow, it's so cool, right?
0: That's why I really love the editing process. Yes. You know, because it comes back. And, you know, it, I think that when you're first new to having your words edited... You take it very personally and you're defensive, but mm-hmm. then as you get more comfortable with the editing process, you, you welcome that.
1: Yeah, and I think when you can take stuff out and make it stronger, mm-hmm. like nobody likes to read a bunch of weavy, wobbly, you know, whatever. Like you want the the emotion of it and the spirit of it, and that's how you can get it. And so the next thing I have to share to you with you is a poem, okay? Okay. This is a poem by Billy Collins. It is my third favorite poem I love in Billy the world. Billy Collins. Yes. This is my third favorite poem in the world. Okay. My third favorite. My first is Robert Frost Birches. Okay. I'll put a link up to it. My second is Mary Oliver the Sunny Day, okay. which we have read on the air before. I, I have read because I love poetry. Um, but this one is um, Billy Collins Divorce. Once, two spoons in bed now tined forks across a granite table and the knives they have hired oh wow yeah <laughs> <laughs> one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen words wow that says a lot tells the story of divorce you hear it <laughs> yeah. isn't that something love it so if you are doing the NaNoWriMo with us think about the power of your words and the order that you put them in and how you can
0: do it. Do you Heather have like a favorite concise story or poem? I'd have to think about it. You know, I, I, for as much as I love concise words, um, I tend to be wordy (laughs) in real life. Um, But I'd have to, I'd have to go back and and think about that. I really do enjoy um, reading when there's one of those contests for writing the first line of a of a book, oh yeah, or sometimes mm-hmm. when writing um, the first line of a really bad book, mm-hmm. you know, and I always enjoy that, you know, of being able to just set the stage for something yeah. and then just stop.
1: I always wonder if this is why I'm such a fan of comics, like like comic strips, not comic books, but like the comic strip. You know, I like pearls before Swan, We've talked about that before, um, and why I like. Music so much like when you like music, the average song on the radio is three minutes and 30 seconds. That's that's what we got mm-hmm. three thirty to tell a story and you better do a good job yeah. you know? and you got to set it to music, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, you know, when you can tell a story beautifully and concise that I think I don't think there's anything much more uplifting and rewarding, even though I read you some depressing stuff like it's really nice and uplifting to me to be able to it's refreshing. It's clean. And I like, you know, I like purged out clean things. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's very nice. It's very crispy. Let's move on to something more lovely and fun and happy. Let's look in the grab bag.
0: What What did they come up with now? Not that Let's see what's in the grab bag.
1: I think I've got it. Okay, this is a weird question, but... Okay. I was watching television over the weekend and I was um, hanging out with Dapper Dan and I asked him if he wanted um, me to make tea, like hot tea. Uh And he's like, oh, you know, I, I didn't know you were a big tea drinker. And I was like, oh, I started drinking tea when I started watching a lot of British crime because I like to have the drink that my television character has, I like to have that too. Okay. Like if my television characters are drinking cups of tea, then I want to drink a cup of tea. If they drink a lot of coffee on that show, I probably would drink coffee with them. Um, if they are drinking white wine or red wine, that might be what I do. Now, something like whiskey wouldn't appeal to me in that way. You know, I would I would pass on that. But do you want to drink with the people on your shows are drinking? I've never done that. <laughs> it like subconsciously is a thing that I do and I've become more aware of it as I've gone on Amazon and ordered packs of tea because I'm like, I want to drink tea too.
0: (laughs) No, I can, I can honestly say it's never occurred to me that I should match what the characters on the television show are eating or drinking. To
1: ever dance with you. I think most people are probably with you. You know, we were talking about neuroses on the last episode. <laughs> I find a lot of things out about myself sometimes that are that are entertaining. But I wanted to know if other people did this. And so I did a... Uh...
0: And now the results of Chrissy's cursory Google search.
1: And i got to tell you, I didn't really find um, that other people do this.
0: Yeah, it's just you.
1: But what I did find is a fun article that I'm going to post up about drink-based characterization. Okay. So it is thoughtful on those shows what the people are drinking and why, which I thought was pretty interesting. So somebody, a character on a show who is bubbly and upbeat, feminine personalities often are drinking sweet or fruity cocktails or wines. Yeah, I can see that. If they order tea or coffee, they would usually have lots of milk and honey and syrup and sugar substitutes in it. Okay. That's how they would kind of make a drink that reflects a character. Yeah. Somebody who's tough and dangerous, like like very, very manly, they would drink like black coffee. Yes, I could see that. Black yeah. coffee, you know, or hard liquor because mm-hmm. that shows they're like drink it straight. pain intolerant. Yeah, exactly. British culture could be indicated by characters having tea. Yes. A spot of tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A cuppa. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. That's what they would be doing, right? Um, snobby, pretentious people would possibly drink something overcomplicated or something like that's a tough menu order that mm. they want substitutions. You know, you want, you want onions instead of olives. You want, you know, you all these different things. Um <laughs> wine yeah is a sophisticated intellectual but not cheap wine if they're drinking boxed wine that would be <laughs> like they're kind of you know yeah. like they're they're a little bit silly um so i thought it was really interesting that they that they kind of do this and then they they went into a part of the article where they were talking about when people drink against type So if they're a bubbly, bubbly person, but they're drinking, you know, scotch, maybe it's important to the episode or maybe it's important to the the depth of the character or something we're going to learn later. I never thought about what our characters are consuming as being a part of their character. But think about shows that kind of revolve around certain things like a lot of the British crime. They they solve it while they sit and have a spot of tea. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't know. I just thought it was really Kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, like right now, when when you when you say that, it comes to mind um, Jennifer Aniston's character Rachel on Friends, mm-hmm. and like I would never expect her to drink black coffee. Like if she was drinking black coffee, I would consider that to be strange. And I and I for some reason I think she would eat tacos. <laughs> she
1: seems like a taco I, I, a, a girl who likes to eat the tacos. Yeah. Um, well. I actually read an article once a long time ago. I don't, I, I don't know if I can find it uh, to post up, but it was about that friends kind of set the country up for the idea of the coffee house. Like, really, coffee houses weren't really a place to hang out. Yeah, it wasn't really a thing. And then we decided it was the place we needed to be with our friends.
0: <laughs> Clearly, they're doing it. Yeah, We're exactly. supposed to do that too. Yeah.
1: So we, so there's a situation where the entire country maybe subconsciously mirrored what the people on TV were doing, you know, which is, I don't know. I think it's just really interesting.
0: Yeah, I like it too. And it is fun to think about character development in that way when you're, when you're thinking about television shows, I definitely will pay attention in a different way now.
1: Yeah. Well, um, speaking of the food theme here, sticking with it, I have a question.
0: I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. So it's no big deal, right? haven't even decided how i feel about it yet. please don't hate me it's just a question it's just a question
1: now this is just a silly question oh good that's my favorite kind let's talk about popcorn and potato chips okay when you eat popcorn do you grab a handful or do you carefully select
0: a kernel oh gosh hmm i carefully select a kernel me too
1: do you, what kind of kernel do you like? Do you like the big fluffy ones? Do you like the little yellow buttery ones? Do you like the ones that are barely opened and super crunchy?
0: I like the big fluffy ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like when they are barely popped.
0: I like those You've too. Got to
1: crunch through them. Yeah. I like those. And I too. like when they're super yellow buttery. I kind of I like. like
0: them all. <laughs> I
1: don't, well, that's, that's funny because uh, my next question is, do you keep eating even when all the ones you like are gone or do you stop and throw it away?
0: Um, hmm. I would keep eating. I dig through, I carefully
1: select, I push aside all those big fluffy white ones Mm because I don't like it when they're, when they don't have the flavor on them. Mm -hmm. I push all those aside, I'll dig through the bottom because the crispy ones always, you know, end up in the bottom. Yeah. And then I will throw the rest away. Okay. Yeah. Um, now my son just handfuls and just shoves them. Yeah. He just put the, yeah, which I, which I, which I don't do at all. And, um, I think the reason I don't do that, I was like, why, why do I do popcorn one piece at a time? And I, I had a babysitter when I was a kid. Uh, it was a couple that were close with my parents mm-hmm. and this guy, um, the, the dad in the house, we called him uncle Merrill Uh huh. and uncle Merrill would have us eat popcorn kernels one at a time cause he was afraid we were going to choke. Yeah. And I think that I still do it because of uncle Merrill. Yeah. Uncle Merrill, uncle Merrill also, he had, um, he had false teeth, uh huh, and he would pop them out of his mouth at us <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, he would pop them out like it was a good joke, and then he would ask us why we couldn't do it, and we would try, mm-hmm. and try like why can't we take our teeth out? <laughs> it really made us wonder. But I think that's where my where my popcorn thing comes from.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. How about chips? Like, do you? I'm very particular about chips. What kind of chip do you like? I want the folded over, same kettle cooked chip. Yes. And my preference is barbecue.
1: No, my preference is salt and pepper. Um, but I only, I will throw away all of the ones that oh, I didn't
0: want. There's no point in eating those. No,
1: there's no point in eating those. Fold it over. If it's folded over, double or Ooh, triple. That's, <laughs> a jackpot.
0: that's a jackpot. That's the that's best.
1: best. Sometimes yeah. I'll eat a flat one if it's got a big bubble in it. If it's got oh, some I don't kind like of the irregularity, I could get with that.
0: I like. I only want the folded over ones. Folded over twice is jackpot. And I will shake the bag and oh, yeah. look for. Oh yeah, shake it oh, like
1: yeah, just, yeah. Basically, dump them out, make a flat layer, yeah. find the ones that appeal.
0: Because th- there was a time when I was standing I love that you in the, that the <laughs> p- <laughs> I was standing in the pantry and it was like shake, 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 crunch, 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 shake, 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 <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. And Robbie's like, "You are taking out all the folded ones, aren't you?" Obviously, I'm like
1: well, yes. Like my kids eat the marshmallows, of the Lucky Charms, and then they throw away the Lucky Charms. Right? Yeah, that's what they do.
0: But if there was a bag all of just folded over chips oh I god would,
1: i would eat if it could be guaranteed chips. like and if it costs three times as much i would be like yep i would pay <laughs> for it i would totally pay for it
0: so maybe that's something that people need to ask when they're dating like which kind of chip do you like because they they need to have one person who likes flat chips yes. and one person who likes folded
1: like jack spratt could eat no fat his wife could eat no lean exactly um perfect match do the other people in your house like the same or different popcorn and chips than
0: you i haven't paid attention i have no idea well i think robbie likes robbie likes folded over chips but mm-hmm. i haven't asked the boys and i haven't paid attention to what 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 kind of chips they like
1: like if you had a bowl of popcorn out and there's mm-hmm. the ones that you like in there do you fight over them like do you give in to your children and let them get the kernels that they like
0: first we've never had it be an issue But we also, I don't know if you do your popcorn this way, but we have the big popcorn bowl and then everybody has their own bowl of popcorn. So you go and you get your popcorn out of the big bowl. We don't Mm. all reach into the same bowl. So it's very few times that we would have this, we would be fighting over the same kernels. Gotcha.
1: We usually just have the big bowl and... Actually, my son is the major popcorn maker, and mm-hmm. he will make it and bring it over. I will make my own bowl because I like to put the sprinkly stuff on it. Mm-hmm. So I will totally make my own so that because my kids don't care for the sprinkly as much. And then it's all mine, and that's yeah. great. So so I'll do that sometimes. But but yeah, like I'll be looking and I'm going for one, and my daughter and I like the same one, and my son's just grabbing handfuls, and he'll grab the handful that has the ones you want in it. Uh oh, no. you got to be quick, you know. Like and since I'm eating mine one at a time, and he's taking handfuls, I gotta got you know, right. I gotta get in there and, and tease them out as fast yeah. as I can. Yeah. You know? That's
0: that's the mom tax. Yeah. <laughs> you get you get to go through and pick your favorites first because you gave birth to the children.
1: The best part is that the kids don't like the little almost not popped ones as much. So like they can eat the popcorn and then I can go over, you know, and they'll be a good like 20 or 30 of those in the bottom you know and so it works out all right you know i'll step in i'll step in for what they got (laughs) so i definitely just you know needed to know (laughs) the fight for the popcorn and chips and and whether you're drinking what your characters are drinking all valid questions know these important food related things on this friday
0: i didn't even know those things and now you do (laughs) thank
1: you now you do i'm gonna give our friends a little bit of
0: don't forget your homework
1: All right. Read some poetry and Mm -hmm. some compelling writing in general. Mm -hmm. Remember the uh, Wild Book Club is coming in three weeks. Eat your popcorn one piece at a time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Leave us the fold-out over chips. Um,
1: Send love. Be caring. We have a new segment all about care. Send love to those that you, you know, care about whenever you can. to our sweet friends dealing with COVID, get well soon. Um, If you need some soup on your stoop we'll send it to you but <laughs> well, we're not going to see you no we're not going to see you um
0: we'll have target deliver it
1: if you've got false teeth that you can pop out i want to hear if you've ever done that to someone <laughs> or if this was only something that i was traumatized by as a child <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much all until next time bye <laughs>
0: Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.